welcome to this week's revival of uh, Boneless Booties Get Shakirid. Boneless Booties Get Shakirid. You heard it here, folks. Did you see the halftime show last night? Yeah, it was crazy. Did you see her face whenever she looked at the camera and she just... Went, uh, the, the t- yeah, there's so was, many memes That was of it. so funny. Do you think she did that just because... Uh, like, why do you think she did that? I mean, she was feeling herself, first of all. You know, like... The, I mean, yeah, when you're feeling yourself, you just got to let out a little bit of that every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, endorphins rushing, it just happens, you know? But do you think she did that to troll every single viewer watching? I don't think that was necessarily the case. Like, I feel like that was the perfect moment to do that to everyone. But I no. mean, maybe that, that wasn't it. But it was so random. Okay, she was in the middle of a song. She just like went up to the camera that she knew would have a close-up shot right there. And she did that right there. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I cannot get into her headspace at that moment. I mean, but no one can. I think, I think... That Shakira just threw up a middle finger at the entire community, just like... That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it was a statement piece. It was a statement, you know? We should just start doing that randomly in the middle. How about this? Okay. The next guest we have in the middle of the podcast, we should just do that while they're... I don't know, just Just, randomly. Just do a sort of dominance over And then disregard it. Yeah, exactly like that. And Uh, then disregard it like nothing happened. Right. Like Shakira. She disregarded it. She hasn't said anything about it. Right? That is actually just such a power move. It is. And Shakira is powerful. She is powerful. We know that she's one of the the most powerful beings on this planet right now. Next to, like, uh, the guy that lived in space for a long time. What's his name? You know the guy? The bald guy with the mustache who does the YouTube videos? Yeah, he does the YouTube videos. Mark? Sure. Is his name Mark? We're going to call him Mark. Okay, so Mark. Mark, he's pretty powerful. Yeah, he's very powerful. Lives in space. I mean, those kinds of people, like, they kind of transcend time and space itself, you know? Like, they kind of defy the laws of physics just because of the sheer weight of their, like, I guess, cultural significance. I mean, yeah. They teach us how to do a lot of stuff. They teach us how to perform anywhere. Right. Shakira... For example, Shakira taught us how to perform at the Super Bowl, while Mark taught us how to eat water or drink water in space. Would it be? It would be drinking, drinking but it's like it's totally. like in a weird. You don't drink it. You do drink it, but it's there in like this in weird, glob. yeah, like pocket. Do you drink Jello or do you eat Jello? Eat Jello. Okay, it's still well, a solid. What if, what if it was warm? I think. The the way I see it is that like whenever so if you take Jello and you put it in your mouth and you swish it around a little bit yeah then, then you, it, it turns into a liquid and you can drink it you know do you, do you do the thing where you suck it in through your teeth yes you like close your teeth and you suck it in and it goes through all your like crevices and if if you do the enough times it becomes a liquid and then you drink it's, it well you go back and forth yeah oh I just go one way and it goes down but nope back and forth might be the move you know what I'll I'll try that later. And I'll let you know what happens. Just, just imagine what it feels like coming back up, you know? <laughs> yeah, it probably is great. Probably yeah. amazing. Into the teeth, but have you tried out of the teeth? It's. I'll it's try it sometime. All right, all right. Did you... Uh, so I got to tell you this before. I didn't even write any of this down. And like I wanted to talk about certain things. But right. 
I just remembered that someone over the break told me that they really liked the podcast. And this was someone like completely random. I texted you this, remember? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they said they really enjoyed it. And that was the first time anyone like not associated with Hendrix has said that. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. Maybe we're going somewhere. Yeah. No, I'm just I, kidding. I to everyone know. out there who's listening, thank you for your support and hopefully continued support and, you know, just your energy that you're giving us, you know? I mean, yeah, we need all the energy we can get and we'll give it right back to you. Right. We we need to pass the vibe check and we you, do. dear listeners, can help us Dude, pass the vibe check. We've been, it's been a while since we've done an episode. We haven't talked about any of the recent memes yet. Like, did we ever True. talk about... We talked about Vibe Check, right? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. It's been a while. It's been, like, almost two months. There's, like... It's weird. There's, like, this no continuity section. Like, we don't really... There's no running narrative for our podcast. I mean, does anyone have a running narrative? Oh, sure. A lot of podcasts have a story to them. Like how? It's just story of their lives, right? Well, like, certain, like, D&D podcasts. Oh, um, yeah. Are there D&D podcasts? Oh, yeah. Dude, there's huge ones. Do you listen? Uh, no, I don't, but well, I know a lot of people who do. Do people listen for the story? Yes, for the story, the gameplay, and, like, the interactions between... But it's like, uh, there are people there having their own characters. Yep. So it's essentially just watching, like, a streamer, but listening to a streamer through a podcast. It's like, they're gaming. That's a game. Yeah. D&D is a game. Yeah, yeah, D&D is a game. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's, because they play the game, they're doing the, you know... Um, they're getting into character, you know, yeah. performing, right? So it's kind of theatrical in a sense, but you, there's also the added, you know, facet of they still break character a little bit. You know, you can't I mean, yeah. be like completely in character the entire time. So you not only get to see the character, it's like, you know, I mean, yeah, you itself, but the, the personality of the, of the person playing the character that, that also shines through, and you know you, you see a lot of overlap between the two, and that's I've got an interesting. A, I've got a follow up question: Once okay. they end their campaign, do they do another one? Yes. So it's just the same person doing different characters and different campaigns, and so you listen to the same person, but they're just doing different personas, characters, things right. like that. One hundred percent. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Maybe we should do that. Uh, like. <laughs> No, D and D esque. I, I don't know. If I mean, someone DMs us and says they want continuity, maybe. Yeah, look. I don't think I can do it. Continuity is difficult to to pull off. It is, especially when you don't have any direction. Like we don't. We don't. We don't have any direction. Like, where are we going with our lives? What are we doing? Right, and this is a very pivotal point because we're seniors. Spoiler alert. Well, I wanted to ask you, uh, how was your break? My break, yes. Yeah, so winter break happened. Ugh, it seemed very long, like a little over a month. We had that yeah. break. How often did we talk? I feel like we didn't talk that much. Once every like two weeks, maybe. What's happened to us, Monish? You it's know, to all the listeners out there, I feel like I've uh, sectioned myself off from Monish ever since this podcast started. You know, because I've valued our conversations, but I valued them in a weird place right now. And I need to stop. Right. I want to have real conversations with you. But the only time we have real conversations are here. I miss you. I miss you too, David. But really, I'm actually asking, like, how was your break? Like, what did you do? Yeah. So, I mean, it was busy filling out applications for random stuff, uh, schools. And also, you know, uh, thinking about what I'm going to do with my future. 
Um, went to a New Year's party. Ooh. You know, on Where's campus. Um, a couple went, of people came here. Me. Yeah, I came okay, here. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, it was fun. Um, did you get a New Year's kiss? I did not. Uh. I did not. Uh, but you know that's that's completely fine. You know I would want to make out with a stranger unless oh, yeah. you know that was what the mood dictated. But the only people who were really kissing each other were you know people and their significant others. Yeah. And so I, you know what I mean. Yeah, I was I was at a at a party for New Year's, but I think there were only two couples there. It was me and Pam, and then Isaac and Summer. Mm-hmm. And so we were. I, I'm pretty sure we were the only couples there. So we all just, uh, we exchanged and I kissed Isaac. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, that was my new year's, but, right. uh, did you go on any vacations or anything during the break? Nope. The grind never stops with me. You're right. The grind. Uh, I mean, you need a break sometimes. Yeah. I mean, my break is, you know, I guess hanging out with people and having a good time. I you mean, know? you need to treat yourself. You need to go somewhere, do something like go to Hawaii. Oh, do, I, I would love to just go on a vacation, you know, just... Because the only time I, I've ever gone solo on a vacation, not a vacation, but I was presenting my research in D.C. Yeah. Um, over the summer. <laughs> and I, it was just me, just solo. I and remember. I very much enjoyed that experience. I remember FaceTiming you while you were uh, alone in a restaurant, in a nice restaurant, right? Yeah, it was, it was my were, birthday. You were eating. Yeah, it was your birthday. And yeah. You were eating by yourself in uh-huh. a restaurant. And I felt so bad. But I mean... At least I got to talk to you then, you know? That's true. At least you weren't completely alone. It was it was interesting because that night, um, the waiter, I, I told the waiter it was my 21st birthday, and he looked at me like I was the most pitiful thing in the world. Um, he was like, you, you're the best customer I've ever had, you know, like there's no complaints, you know, you, you, you know what you want, you know. I was like, well, thank you very much. Do you remember uh, what you ate? So it was a Turkish, uh, Turkish restaurant. It's either that or some. It what, was some Mediterranean. What made Mediterranean you choose that place for your birthday? It was I mean, right next to where I lived. So you didn't want to go out of your way to treat yourself on your birthday. Well, so I, I went to a couple of dive bars afterwards. By yourself? By myself. Were you like myself. in a full suit this whole time? No, I was in business casual. Okay. Uh, okay. So you know, I business had s- casual twenty first birthday. You're in DC. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, like, did you have fun? I had fun. It, it was kind of melancholy, you know, just li- thinking back on it. Like, yeah, like, birthdays you, you usually want to celebrate with, like, you know, a lot of people. But I was, um, I also got to meet a couple of new people, you know. Do you keep in touch with anyone? No, no. not a single one of them. Uh, but the, the experience is, you know, yeah, what really Yeah, the experience ma- is know. what matters, but... You should reach out to them. Let them know you're still thinking about them. No, I didn't get their phone numbers oh. or anything. It's just... it just like come and go. You just met them. You left them. I mean, that happens. Yeah. I think the ne- the funny thing is, though, you... What, it's it, Okay, so this might come off as a little creepy. All right? I understand this. Yeah. Um, but you get to hear the most interesting conversations when you're just by yourself at a restaurant. Yeah. So I was at a sushi restaurant, and there's these two girls like sitting next to me eating their sushi. They thought I was a creep because 
I mean, if you think about <laughs> were, it, were you staring at them? I was staring what? at them. All right, so okay, I was sitting okay. next to them, and it was at this bar area. Yeah. So I ordered my sushi because it was pretty packed, and I was just eating it. And um, it was weird because I was like looking at my phone and eating, and they they just looked at me like I was some weirdo because I was eating by myself at a sushi restaurant. I was like, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You, you, they're like twenty somethings too, right? Like they yeah. they were in college. They're talking about getting on a yacht. And, you know, like partying with some fancy people from NYU. And I was like, wow, their college experiences are so different than mine, you know? Yeah. And they they were just talking about, yeah, you know, my morning spin class. I was like, yeah, no, I have like this crazy, like, you know, yoga, like, like, not tantra yoga, but. (laughs) (laughs) Tantra yoga. If you're interested, look it up. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, But it's some weird, you know, Mahayan. It's a Buddhism thing, but. Some yoga, all right? I, I don't know what it was. It was some fancy word that I didn't quite understand myself. And um, they're talking about all that fancy stuff that they're doing. And then they're just eating their their sushi. And they didn't... Nobody gave me soy sauce. So I came... I turned over to them. I was like, hey, could I get... Like, could I have some of your soy sauce? And I swear... I swear to my last... Like, to my... oh. They looked at me, gave me side eye, passed down the soy sauce, and they said, you can keep it. I don't think it's that bad. I, I think it's fine. But I mean, like, the way you describe it makes me feel like, may, okay, what type of restaurant? It depends on the type of restaurant. It was, what, a, it was a sushi restaurant. Like, how much was a roll of sushi? We need it. We need it. It's DC. Everything's going to be a little bit more, right? It's a little bit expensive. It was like 10 bucks. Okay. Was it like a nice restaurant? Were there tablecloths on the tables? No. No? No. Okay. It wasn't okay. a super fancy mm. restaurant. Uh, everyone was in like... Uh, business casual was like the average attire. Okay. Yeah. But so, you also got to take into account in DC, everybody's always in business casual. Yeah. You know? I mean, they go everywhere. Yeah, you're not going to see anybody in just like straight up jeans unless they're a tourist, which is baffles me. Okay. Or okay. at least where I was at, because I, I was lucky enough to stay in, like, the upscale part of D.C. Maybe it just means that... Do you think that you judged them before they judged you? Well, I, I didn't really judge them because I didn't say anything to them. What what made you... I, I feel like the way you told me that story, you were kind of feeling a little bit negative towards them because of the things that they did. The I was 100% feeling it. I was jealous. You were jealous. I was That's 100% jealous. You're jealous. Are you kidding me? I don't who, think you'd do that stuff. Who doesn't want to get wooed by somebody else uh, on their like private yacht at like a party for somebody's birthday? Like, I mean, obviously, you're the type of person that would, on their birthday, go to a restaurant that they didn't really care for, but only because it's convenient to them which is right next to where you were staying. So I don't know if you do the yacht thing. I would totally do the yacht you thing. Would, if the opportunity... If the opportunity... Pres- of course, who okay. would pass it up? Would you pass it up? No, no, definitely not. But Eggs. I also wouldn't go to a restaurant right next to my place where I was staying. Well, I, I wouldn't want an Uber. Yeah. And, like, it was a nice restaurant, too. So, like, there were tablecloths on the, the tables kind of thing. Like, yeah. they had fancy beers and whatnot. No, I mean, I, I don't actually blame you. Ubering costs a lot of money. Especially I hate, in DC. I hate Ubering just anywhere. Yeah. It's awkward. And it's also very hit or miss on like the drivers you get. I mean, yeah. Sometimes yeah. they're really talkative and nice, 
but sometimes i mean like it depends do you yeah. want to talk to them or not well it depends on what time of day it is where i'm going yeah. you know like the state of my you know my speaking, mental you know? speaking of ubers i so over the break i went to dallas really and oh so you went to lights all night i, didn't I went you? to lights all night it was a rave thing but i had an uber i had a few ubers there right right so to get to the event to get back and so on the first night the uber that we took back was insane People in Dallas drive like crazy people. I remember getting in the car and I remember him, like there was so much traffic everywhere. There were just Ubers coming like left and right everywhere. And he took all these crazy turns and he would go like 60 for like five seconds and then stop really fast. And then, I don't know, we left first. So we had like three groups staying at the same house. And so when we left the event, our group left first, but every driver took their own route for some reason, because they know like they're, they know the city like the back of their hand. Right. But Dallas is huge, so there's so many different routes. And we left, we left first, we drove really quickly, but we got there last. And so that still like, still puzzles me. But I don't know, I, I don't really like driving in Dallas. That's, that's what it taught me. I heard Dallas is like a really crazy, like, you know, just entire road system. It's just insane. There's, yeah. there's a point whenever you get to Dallas where the highway just goes up and then curls around and then there are like six more coming from different directions and then they merge and then they don't like when we were leaving i got really lost and almost wrecked but i didn't nice i didn't almost wrecked but i i got really confused it was fine though we made it out alive i mean how was lights all night so you're talking about it what was what was it like lights all night was super fun uh i remember so last year monish and i uh, listen to this. We were randomly listening to some music and we found this guy named AC Slater and we were like, wow, this song is pretty good. And then whenever I walked in the lights all night, I, the first person that was performing was AC Slater and they were big. His name was really big on all the screens and it said AC Slater and everyone was just like dancing and shuffling. And it was a, it was pretty great to see him first because I immediately thought of you. And I, I think I took a video and yeah. sent it to you. It was it was crazy. Um, I liked it though. It was like a it was in this warehouse type thing. It's called Dallas Market Hall. Okay. And so uh, they had two stages inside, so two really big stages, and then they had like these other stages like outside, just on the outskirts, and then they had like a silent disco, and I would just roam around with Pam, and we just tried to experience everything there. But I do have some really, like, okay, so, like, on the way there, it was a terrible time. Being there, there were some terrible things that happened. And so, I don't know. Which one do you want to hear first? I have two stories that are just terrible. Both. They're kind of gross. Oh, gross. Like, gross, yeah. So, uh, so I'll do it in chronological order. Okay, so, okay. The day before we left, I remember my aunt making me prime rib at home. And it was the greatest thing I'd ever had. But the problem was my stomach doesn't tolerate prime, prime rib very well. So on the drive there, I felt terrible. And I remember I had to go to the bathroom so many different times. And there was this one moment uh, where we went to the bathroom. I don't remember. It was near Texarkana. And I walked in, but the stalls were, there were people in the stalls, so I couldn't get in. And then I just felt something happen, you know? You know how you feel that things happen, and there it was. I pooped my pants right there in the gas station in Texarkana with 
uh, three other people with me and I just had to tell them, Hey guys, please help me. (laughs) I pooped my pants. I'm in the bathroom. I need, I need more shorts and everything. So, uh, I, I ended up throwing away my shorts and my, my underwear, just everything got a new pair cleaned up and then, yep, that was, that was it. And I drove all the way to Dallas like that. I didn't get to, it was so gross. Like thinking about it just makes me feel terrible, but it's fine. Wow. Um, yeah, and so I showered immediately when I got to the Airbnb. But the next thing that happened was, I think it was on the first night of Lights All Night. And so there was this moment where we were trying to find my friend Isaac. So me and Pam were roaming around, and then Isaac texted me and said, we're out by the water fountain. And so there were a bunch of porter potties and like a water fountain like next to them. And so Pam and I, I was like, hey, Pam, there they are. And then we saw them and we started walking. And then I heard this guy drop something or spill something on Pam. And I was like, oh my gosh, what just happened? And then I looked at him, I was like, oh, it's okay. And he was like, I'm so sorry. And then Pam was like disgusted. And I was like, what, what happened? And then we walked past him and then she said, or I looked at her more closely, you know, and it turned out that that guy projectile vomited all, all over her. She bought a new outfit for this, like the day before we, or li- no, literally hours before this event. Oh and my then God. he threw up all over her. And I had to, we spent like 30 minutes like cleaning her. And it was terrible because we had to go to the water, fill our camelbacks, pour it on her, and like use the soap. And like it was terrible. But you know what? We made the best out of our, our night. The best that we could have made out of that it. is crazy. Yeah, and you know what? Kennedy was also there, and Kennedy was like, "You know, you probably made that guy's day. You just told him it was okay that he threw up all over someone." And yeah, I probably did make that guy's day. And I, I, I don't know. What would I do? Like, what would you do if someone threw up on you? Would you like? I mean, I'd be angry, right? You'd be angry. Yeah. But, but just... what's the worst? What What can you do? Five bucks. Five bucks. Hey, give me five. Buy me, a, <laughs> buy me a new shirt. I mean, I wish I like got him to buy like a new shirt or something. Right. But I really thought it was like a drink. I thought it was some type of like like beverage that he just spilled and it just made a lot of noise for some reason. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I It was terrible. And I felt terrible after that. But you know what? We made it out alive. Yeah. And you're better off for it, you know? Yeah. It's a good story. Uh, I hope she's okay with me telling that story, but you know what? It's also my story, right? Because I was there to experience it. Right. I think, okay, it's also my story because I think a little bit got on my legs. I don't remember okay. that well, but, okay. you know, I don't know. Maybe she'll be mad. I'm I mean, sorry, Pamela. Look, life happens. Uh, I don't have very many crazy Gosh. I mean, that, that's only two. Those That was in the span of, oh, you know, that was in the span of literally like 24 hours. Like those two stories just happened at once. Like, yeah. Nothing else though. I mean, I don't know. Breaks are such a weird time because I feel this weird like disconnect between everybody else, you know, because like we're all just off doing our own things and like, you know, sometimes somebody says something and then we all chime in and i feel like that's what life after graduation is going to be like yeah i mean that's and why that's, i asked you if you were sad earlier we're almost grad like we've almost graduated we have like literally three months right yeah what's gonna happen i don't know that's a that's a scary thought you know it is we're all gonna go back to our lives somewhere else 
and maybe we'll see each other again. I mean, we'll probably see each other again. Right. But I don't know where I'll live. Like, what's going to happen to us? This is the, the, the time of our lives where we start thinking about, you know, our futures, our careers. What do we want to do with the remaining span of our lives? Like, I mean, yeah, but at the end of the day, it's gotta, you got to figure out what makes you happy. Right. And right. then there's also like settling down, yeah. getting a house, you I know, mean, it, maybe like, starting a fa- starting a family this decade. People, people do that. People d- did it last decade. People like, do it. You I, mean decade of our uh, of 2020? 2020. Oh, I thought you were saying like of our lives, like the twenty, like the twenties. Yeah. People started their lives last decade that were like our age. Yeah, but like or settled down and had a family last decade. I don't know what makes you happy right now. What what would make you happy? What would make me happy? Yeah. Stability. I feel like you're pretty stable. No, I meant like knowing where I'm going to be in like six months. <laughs> not not yourself. Like, okay, okay. Your yeah. position. Like, I, I want to I know where I'm going to be at after, like in, in August. Because that's such a that's such a big question mark that like I'm, I'm still like, you know, it's kind of like eating me on the inside. Yeah, you know, I, I feel the same way. I feel like this is a very anxious time for uh, many people our age. Right. And uh, I don't know. I don't know where I'll be. You don't know where you'll be. A lot of everyone is like that. Yeah. What can we do to change it? I don't know. I mean, there's nothing we we can just distract ourselves with good company. You know. I mean, yeah, but distractions are distractions i mean we'll figure out eventually you want to have plans backup plans oh, more yeah. backup plans oh yeah backup plans know. to backup plans backup plans what about in like two years two no, years no, sorry sorry i'll change it. four years what will make you happy four years what will make me happy well, i think that's a question for monish four years in the future i mean yeah but right now what do you think if you had to write a letter to yourself okay. and you had to predict what would what you think would make you happy in four years in four years what would make me happy would be Gosh, um, I'd be what twenty five by then. Yeah, twenty one plus four is twenty five. Yeah, what would what would twenty five year old me want? The twenty one year old me doesn't already have. Um, and maybe a girlfriend. Maybe a girlfriend. Maybe a girlfriend. Why would you? Uh, I mean, I guess yeah. That's a that's valid. Yeah, twenty five. I'd be 25, yeah. I'd, if I if I haven't found a girlfriend before, then I'd, that only means I'd have like what six months before I turn 26, and then. What does that mean? I'd get an arranged marriage. Can you explain? Wait, what? Can you explain that? Yeah. So, when I was 16, mother told me that you know if you can't find a girlfriend and like stick with her for at least a month, then. Or before you turn 26, then I'll find you, like, I'll, I'll get you an arranged marriage. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, well, that's crazy. Do you think, I? okay, I've heard you tell this before, but I don't believe it. Like, like I believe that she said that, but I don't believe that she would actually do that. I think she would. And that's what you terrifies do, you me. You do know her best, but I don't, I don't know. You, you know? think You think your mom would do that? Yeah, I think she would. What about your dad? Would he try to enforce that? No, he wouldn't care. Well, who would? How would she find someone? For India. You? India. 
I should probably have my grandparents <laughs> set me up with somebody. Oh my gosh. Do you want that? N- no. At all? If I I think it would be too much of like a like a cultural gap between me and somebody who spent their entire lives in India. Yeah, I mean there would be, but there are lots of people that have like found love with people from a different culture. Like like my my aunt and uncle, like my aunt is Taiwanese, my uncle is Indian. She was born and raised in Taiwan. Right. He was born and raised in India. They both immigrated here at some point, got jobs, and now they're they're living life, kicking it. Yeah, I mean well. they met each other I think they met each other on their own terms though, right? I don't know how they met. Yeah. I've heard some stories. I don't really know how they met. Well, if they if they did meet each other, you know, I guess on their own terms, then that would make more sense, you know. But they were also like older than twenty six, so I mean, like, twenty six isn't the end for you. Yeah, I could also just get a fake girlfriend and tell mother that, you know, I have a girlfriend for a month, you know, and just send so, her some. Okay, pics every is it so just often. like having a girlfriend at all? For a month. For a month. So you just need to have a girlfriend for a month before the time that you're 26. Yep. She wants to know that I'm physically capable of like being in romantic relationships with somebody. Do you think you can? I think I can. Why doesn't she think you can? Because I, I think she thinks I'm... I think mother still thinks like I'm gay. Okay, has she ever asked you? Yes. Okay, my mom has too, you know? Like, what, what has she said? Like, I mean, do you have... She's like, do, do you like guys? Are you, are you physically attracted to guys? Are you gay? And I, I'm like, mother, look, just because I think, you know, people who don't, you know, who, who aren't necessarily attracted, you know, who aren't heterosexuals, just because I think they're like, they're still human beings doesn't make me gay, you know? Because my parents, I, look, bless their hearts, but they grew up in, like, a very conservative, like, yeah. you know, like, background. I uh, mean, mine you know. too. Yeah, and so they they harbor very negative beliefs. Oh, yeah, you I know? understand. And so it's difficult, you know, as a person who was raised in America, like, you know, in the 21st century, you know, like, hey... Yes. Human beings are human beings, you know, we shouldn't, you know, judge or discriminate them yeah. based off of our arbitrary characteristics, like, yeah. wh- whatever it might be, you know, like, my, my parents can't really, like, understand that, and so to them, they're like, oh, you know, if he, if he thinks, you know, it's okay to, to, to be gay, then that makes you gay, right, and I just, it happens all the time. You know... What I keep thinking is, I feel like I understand, like, all of this from, like, like we understand it from our generation's perspective. Right. But what's going to happen when we're old and our children, if if we have children, what's going right. to happen? Like, what's going to be the new thing that we don't understand? Because there's going to be something that we don't understand. I, I'm calling it AI. AI? Robot. Like, what, dude, like what, what do you mean? Like, are robots, like, should they have the same rights as human beings? Do you think that that'll be a... I think that'll definitely be a very divisive issue. I feel like I'd be on board. Do you think... Would you be on board for the rights? For the AI rights? Well, it depends on how good the AI are. Like, if they're 
human beings. What if they're subpar? Not as great as a human, but there's good enough. There's already like debates going around, like because they've made I don't know what research team, and also you know this could be completely wrong. So if anybody wants to call me out, feel free to. But I think there have been concerns going on about you know they're they're making like um, artificial intelligence into like you know like um, like sex workers. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, and I've so actually, people are yeah. like, "Does consent apply there in that circumstance?" No. And that's like a whole new realm of I don't, I don't know. It's a, a big question. Like, uh, there's probably going to be tons of philosophers trying to answer these questions or questioning the questions and everything. That's yeah. going to be an insane thing to tackle. And I, th- I think that's definitely going to be the the main. That's that's going to be something that we don't understand. But you know, if if you know, we choose to have kids, or you know, we interact with like the younger generations, they're definitely going to be like, oh no, that you know, like I already know this answer. Like it's a no brainer. But to us, it's going to be crazy to wrap our heads around it. So you think? Do you think specifically that example will be a thing? I hundred percent think so. I think uh, AI is going to be. By the time we grow older, it will definitely like. Not not just AI. I'm talking about specifically the robot sex worker dilemma. I mean, that's already kind of a dilemma already. Yeah. But as you know, AI becomes more you know closely resembles like human intelligence. Um, I think the issue will just become exacerbated. Yeah. Become worse. Oh, worse as in like there will be, like, an even bigger question, you know? The question, like, increases in scale. I've never thought about that before, but that, that just opened my world up to so many things. Like, I I always thought that I'd be a cool parent, but now I'm just so confused. Yeah, nobody knows. Because if you think about it, like, a lot of arguments are like, well, you know, you don't want to set a bad precedent. You don't want to, you know, encourage, like, like, Im- like wrong behaviors. Um, but it's more along the angles of not uh, a lot of arguments don't really take into consideration the robot's perspective. Yeah. And that's going to be a difficult thing to wrap our heads around because we don't know the, we don't, we don't know the robot's perspective, which I think is going to, the robot has its own perspective. Maybe, maybe does it? We we th- that's an that's another question. Like, but whoever programmed the robot, it may be their perspective. But if you make it like think on its own and learn from like the internet, would they be developing their own perspective? Because that's pretty much what we do. Yeah, yeah. That is crazy. Perspectives. It's huge. Oh, and then it would be like Will Smith and iRobot. Whenever all the robots would be like. Terrible. Aren't they all like evil? I have no idea. Have you not seen I've never watched that robot? That's a that's a good movie. There's so it's like there's robots everywhere. They're like people pretty much. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know if they're like they're either servants or like I, I think they serve the general public, but they all are also capable of thinking. And so there's one instance where Will Smith has to investigate because uh someone got murdered. And I think it was by a robot. So he tries to figure out which robot is the culprit. Right. But I think there's a twist. And I think that all of the robots are working together because they don't like humans or something like that. Or maybe I'm totally wrong. I don't know. But 
that could happen. That could happen someday. That that's an old movie though. That's like almost twenty years old, maybe. Right. And so, basically, we might have predicted the future. Well, I, I'm sure people have asked the question, you know, but they've always looked at it from the perspective that robots are the evil ones. Like, think Hal in yeah, it was you know, I think it was a 2001 Space Odyssey. I didn't see that, but I, I think I know the gist. You know, um, and then I Robot. You know, if yeah. you, all the robots are evil. Have you seen Ex Machina? I have not. Wow, you should watch that. That's like a ro- it's a robot. Uh-huh. It's like AI. Um, I don't want to spoil it because I think it's a good movie. Oh, I you think watch it. What was that? What was that movie? Um, not Cyberpunk. Blade Runner. Blade Runner Blade 20... Runner. I haven't seen Blade Runner. Is Blade Runner about AI or robots? Yeah. Really? I thought it was... Okay. Like, I'm being honest right now. I always thought it was just uh, some dude with blades. Running. I mean, not running. <laughs> I would just... I would think of, like, ice skates. But he would, like, get everywhere. Like, I don't know. Is it futuristic? <laughs> Uh, yes. There's like a Blade Runner 2047, 2040, 20... Are there werewolves? I don't think so. There's there's some movie with werewolves that I saw that's like similar to... It's like the the theme, not the theme, just like when you see a scene, right. it's got a very grim atmosphere. Yeah. Is that how Blade Runner is? So, I don't know. I, Blade Runner has a like a very like dismal atmosphere. That's just because of the theme of the story. The the new one, the sequel, that's the one I was thinking about when it comes to, you know, offering like a human, I don't even know if I'm qualified to say this, but like a humanist perspective, I'm putting it in, in air quotes here, Yeah. Um, on artificial intelligence, does it really matter, you know, like, and I don't know, it, at the end of the day, I, I don't think I'm well equipped to answer the question. You know, there are a ton of movies. Like now that that I'm thinking about this, there are a ton of movies about robots and how, I mean, they instill fear in people like Terminator. Yep. Right. Everyone's afraid. Like, I think that this, you were right. That's definitely going to be like, I mean, it's already a big thing. This is already a point of like where people will disagree on like AI robots, but there's also like Chappie. Have you seen Chappie? No, I have oh not. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Chappie, there's robots in there. It's very interesting. I don't want to spoil it. You got to watch it. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but it's it's a it's a good movie. Why don't you watch these things? I, I don't I don't really watch movies. What do you do? You watch The Bachelor? I I, I do watch The Bachelor. Right, so I haven't been watching, but I did see this thing or this commercial or I don't know. Maybe it was a YouTube video and it was this girl coming out. It was on the first night and she was like I have wings because I'm a flight attendant and I'm probably the only flight attendant here or the only flight attendant he's ever met. And then weren't there like two more? Oh, for the season opener of The Bachelor. Yeah. I I think. I, I don't remember, really remember. I thought you've been, you've been into this, right? I've been into this, but it's not like I, I really keep up with the like, professions. The only one who I remember is... Uh, well, okay, it turns out I don't really remember anybody. Um, I think her name is... Nope, I don't remember her name. Do you like the show? I like the show. Why do you like the show? Why do I like the show? Because it's dramatic. And it's it's funny because there's some sort of 
meta narrative to follow as well like you know that this is like a produced show but they they play it off as reality tv yeah so you look at it like oh the producers want to spin this narrative and you know it's 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 a weird show like okay it's a bunch of girls dating one guy right it's a harem yes yeah and then they go back to they hang out with each other right all the girls are like i don't know if they're friends but they have to be together correct and they just have to live with each other Yep. While they're all dating the same guy. Correct. That's just a wild show to me. I don't know. I don't know how they do that. But I, I have seen different things saying that our fa- or whatever my favorite uh, reality TV show is scripted. Like I've seen people claiming that. And I assume that that's The Bachelor. Yeah, so The Bachelor is scripted. You think so? I no, Okay, okay, okay. I wouldn't say scripted, but... I do want to say it's like heavily like influenced by producers in order to get the desired outcome. I'm sorry. I, I just got a text and uh, it was really funny. <laughs> and I won't tell you who it's from, but all they said was, is Monish gay? <laughs> That's, that means that they tuned in right whenever they you started talking about that. Okay. That is so funny. I mean, if you want to answer the question, uh, I'm not. I'm a not. straight. I'm a straight cis man. Do you think? Okay, okay. I I don't have any further questions about it. I was gonna. I don't know what I, where I was going with that. But thank you for clarifying. Now, yeah. now all the listeners will know that you are a um, straight cis man. Yep. Well, we were just talking about the Bachelor, right? Yeah, we were. It's scripted. That's our conclusion, right? I think so. There there are other reality shows that I do enjoy. Though. Have you seen The Circle? Dude, I'm watching it right now. Are Have you serious? You, yeah, I'm on episode four. It's a great show. Did you finish it? I finished it. Dude, wow. we all watched it like last weekend. Are you serious? Yes. Dude, I've been watching it by myself. Everybody, I watched the first two episodes with Pam yeah. and then I just I started by myself. Are you kidding? Dude, they're all... Dude, there's... Oh, it's don't, fantastic. Don't tell me. Don't spoil anything, please. But like... Who's your favorite? Who was your favorite character? Or not character, just See, person. First, it was definitely a tie between Chubum and um, Joey. Dude, Joey is so I don't know. I don't. I think Joey's just too much for me. I I love his energy. I love their relationship. Yeah, Shuby and Joey. Shuby and Joey. It is a good, like okay. I don't like the show, but it's a very interesting. You don't on. like the show. I like. I like it. I'm very like into it, but I don't like it like i would i choose to watch it i don't know why i choose to watch it i really don't right know. i think i choose to watch it because i have nothing else that i want to watch like it's just something it's a filler to put on the background that i can like half pay attention to and still see what's going on but it's a really interesting take on a reality show it's like it's a reality show but it's social media yeah i i very thoroughly enjoy the purpose i think the biggest strength were the characters not the, the people they're people yeah the people the people that they brought in because yeah they brought in really good people like and then some have, of them the catfish catfish is catfish yeah the catfishers the, yeah the, the idea of catfishing just is a great yeah it's like, a really good spin on this whole this whole show i think adds so. like a nest like necessary like i don't know twist yeah like you can't really trust anybody you can't and it's 
Super interesting. And I like seeing all the private chats. What bothers me, though, is that they always say their messages. But there is totally someone in the back typing all of their messages. Yes. Because they don't say every single comma or every single, like, period. No. Someone is back there typing all of their messages as they're saying it. Exactly. And that bothers me. Because, I, I don't know, It it's not automated. I mean, it's fine. It's it's. I think it's better. It's better. No, it's better that way. They They make it correct but i feel like the contestants i don't know whenever i speak to siri when i do things like that i always like announce every single period and things like that i mean they do it too it gets a little annoying so i i, I kind of understand the point like why they do that right but i like all the the private chats that they that they do it's very interesting it's gossip it's it, hot gossip it is and then they're all so fake not not fake i just like they're, they're all trying to manipulate each so, other so it's like it's not genuine because they're all trying to be so cordial with one another and like so happy and like play into like these certain emotions when certain things happen i don't know exactly i don't know we got to we got to end soon Ronish. yep so i mean i guess our final recommendations for this episode are Definitely watch uh, The Bachelor and definitely watch The Circle. I know. I would say watch The Circle, not The Bachelor. I would say watch both. I I think The Circle has a better better story to it. Even though I don't watch The Bachelor. Actually, I think The Circle is a better idea. Yes. Okay. I totally agree. The Circle is a way better idea than The Bachelor. And uh, I don't know. We don't have any other morals. Moral of the story stories more yeah stories. so keep on listening to us and uh i guess wait 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 we gotta give them like some takeaway message what did, so we talked about a lot of things tonight uh, we we're we revived the podcast we what did you talk about birthdays in dc yeah um dallas dallas um new year's new year's bachelor circle ai ai is a pretty good one yeah, uh, some questions uh, don't have an answer to them, and I think the real benefit to pondering over these kinds of questions is that it really makes you think critically about, you know, your values and your ideas on what is right and what is wrong in the frame that you place. So, yeah, that's great. What so, he said. For, I guess, everybody else involved, thank you for listening, and uh, I'm just I'm just here to say uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.